Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. I like how our show producer says on our intro, make you money. I love that because that really is the heart of basically why all of you guys listen to us. Right, right? So, you know, because really the point of real estate, you guys got into this business because you wanted to work for yourselves. You guys didn't want to have to – a lot of you, you know, thought you could basically achieve unlimited things with, you know, having a boss and you would somehow magically obtain uh, unlimited amounts of money. And you know what? It's interesting. You guys are – able to accomplish the first couple things, no boss, no one holding you accountable, no one telling you what to do when you don't want to do it, and then combine that uh, with, you know, the idea that, hey, guess what, no one knows what you're doing to the point where you don't even have to work during the day, so a lot of you guys don't know really what to do during the day, again, uh, one of the maybe psychological goals you had to decide to work for yourself and get a real estate license, but the last one is elusive, the wealth accumulation, how to actually make money, so it's kind of, it's fascinating to me that this business reinforces a lot of the sort of, you know, the laziness that agents are attracted to by wanting to be self-employed. And look, I get it. You know, some of you guys are listening to us and you're trying to look for ways to quit your day jobs and maybe become full-time real estate agents. Or you're maybe agents already and you want to basically figure out how to make this the best thing ever for you and make a fortune. But no one's out there, again, telling you actually to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. And, guys, that is the answer. That's absolutely the answer. If you could just accept that, if you could just live by that, if you could just stop struggling with that and start then essentially internalizing what those very things are that you need to start doing. By the way, there are things that once you start doing them, you'll realize they're incredibly pleasurable, being of service to other people, things of that nature, learning what to say, following scripts, or what we call conversational outlines, which in essence is a script. When you start doing these things to the high level, you guys will discover, yes, you have a sense of freedom, but really what you have is a sense of purpose, a sense of meaning, a sense of accomplishment, and follow that, you're going to have actually a, you know, you're going to get rich, and that's really the bottom line, and that's how it truly works. So some of you guys who are so uh, you know, motivated by being cowboys and you know, essentially carving out your own system, I get emails from some of you guys. I've been listening to your podcast. I listened to some other things, and I went to a seminar. I'm sort of putting together my own real estate system. I always wonder to myself, why are you doing that? If your motivation truly is to make money and be of service to other folks, why is it that you're bothering trying to create your own system? What psychologically is going on in your head that you would create or you would put obstacles in the way of you actually making money and helping people? It's because your motivation isn't truly to make money and help people. Your motivation is because you're looking at real estate or being an entrepreneur as a creative outlet. You're thinking of it somehow as a, an, ego, an expression of your ego and, or whatever. But guys, listen, if your goal truly is to help people make money, why not just follow a proven path? You know, Julie and I were talking prior to the show today about the coming weekend. And we were talking, and Julie was asked, saying she's getting a lot of calls from folks asking if they should work on the weekend or whether they should do open houses on the weekend. And I gave Julie my answer, and now I'm going to give all you guys the answer who've been asking Julie that very same question. When Julie and I sold real estate, we absolutely worked on the holidays. Why? Because nobody else did. That's why. Because nobody else did. I just checked timandjulieharris.com, the URL, which we used when we sold real estate. Julie, this will freak you out. Mm-hmm. It's almost 20 years old. Did you know that? Wow. Think about that. 
Yeah. Facebook is only like eight years old. So we have a granddaddy URL. Well, I mean, but that's how long we've, you know, we bought a URL. We bought our own URL right when you could back, you know, 20 years ago. I'm only telling you guys that is because if you're really truly serious about being of service to other people, having an extraordinary life, doing things that other people can't do because they weren't willing to do what was necessary, then, yeah, while you're on your way up, you're going to have to make some compromises. Now, to answer the question specifically, the holiday is on Monday. Do not take Monday off. If you're serious about your business, you work on Monday. Now, the whole day, no, but work for at least two or three hours in the morning. And on by work, I don't mean sitting in front of your computer. Social networking is not network is not working. Okay, so you guys remove, need to remove the word working from social networking because it's not really working. Are you getting me here? Call the expireds, the for sale by owners, your centers of influence. Probably be home. For two or three. A lot of people have they that day off home. from work. Right, that's the reason I want you guys to call because they're going to be home. And the other thing is next week we have, um, you know, a lot of folks are going to be taking normal people with jobs are going to be taking the week off. So the Wednesday, which is the last day of the month, and the Thursday, which is obviously the first day of June, are going to be incredibly powerful times to call expireds because most agents, most brokers, set their listings to expire on the last day of the month or the first day of the following month. So you're going to see an increase in the number of expires and opportunities you have to help people. Here's the other cool thing that starts to happen this time of year. The for sale by owners that threw their signs in the yard maybe 60 days ago are giving up hope, and they're going to list. And we know statistically most for sale by owners end up listing. A lot of the expires you guys are going to start seeing, count the months back. Maybe it was a 90-day listing. Maybe it was a six-month listing. They are ready to get the houses sold. They've already been through maybe one, maybe two agents. They are fantastic opportunities for all of you. You know, I wrote this down, Julie. This popped in my head during a coaching call today, actually, with a really fantastic agent in uh, Las Vegas named Lyndon Holderman. But I wrote this down. I said that you have a choice between um, looking for a needle on a haystack or just basically going after the stack of needles. And what I meant by that was he, like all agents, are always seduced by the idea that something can be passive that's going to be a you know, viable lead generator for you. That would be the needle in the haystack, doing direct mail, doing social networking, doing all the stuff with the hopes that somehow maybe magically you'll find the needle in the haystack versus just basically going after the stack of needles, which are the people that already have their hands in their air who are already basically saying, I have a house to sell. And, every, and so then he and I started talking about notice of defaults. In Vegas, there's 2,500 of them. He and I started talking about basically the um, um, probate listings. We started talking about like there's probably about 20, at least 20 really solid sources of listing leads that you don't have to pay for. You just have to know how to go after them. You just have to know what to say and how to say it. And then those folks have to sell their properties. So, guys, please take your business seriously. Look at the opportunity that it is. Go back and listen to last, week, last week's podcast. We're still getting great feedback on it. And truly drill down and basically focus on what your purpose on this planet is, which is to be of service to other people. And while you're at it, you might as well basically earn enough money to be finally to actually be rich, be truly rich, where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. So we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday, and I think we have a few points left, Julie, and I think you have some emails before yes. you get to that. We're talking about coming soon strategies. That's right. And before we get to that, just a really quick Facebook item, however, pretty powerful from a longtime listener and premier coaching member, Nathan Sherman, who writes, Finally made my first expired call Friday. Listed the home yesterday. It's that simple. It works. Wow. <laughs> right? <laughs> so 
I wrote back because you know I can't let that slide. Congrats, Nathan Sherman. Now that you have secret expired powers, how many more will you list this month? And he just literally must have been reading my mind because I'm looking right at this. He says, well, this was my very first listing ever as I'm a newer agent in a new city. But it wasn't hard, and being a numbers game, I think I could get three more this month since the month is almost over. So now, uh, you know, he's got this secret – I call it the secret expired power, but you guys that haven't embraced this don't understand it to the level that Nathan does because you've got to have that first victory. And then you'll be like him, okay, three more. You know, got a few months left in uh, – a few days left in the month. I could get three more. He said it wasn't hard. So how about that? Congratulations to you, Nathan Sherman. Keep up the good work. And thank you for posting it and inspiring others who may be still procrastinating their first expired call. All right, so let's see. That is for Nathan. Nice job. And then uh, let's see. I think this we is get a lot from... of email. Go ahead. We get a lot of emails from you guys, but we don't a lot. Most of them, you guys ask us not to share them on the podcast, and we respect that. So you know, I it's absolutely 100% motivational for Julie and I when we hear you guys say, you know, I've been searching for my way. I've been looking for the path. To, you know, looking for the right shirt by the hire to help me carry my crap upside Mount Everest. You know, and when you guys give us feedback that something you heard or a series of podcasts you heard, or you know, obviously being coaching members, how it is helping you and how it's helping your family and how you're starting to see essentially what an incredible opportunity being in this industry truly is when you frankly follow the right path. Yeah, those motivate. Those are emails are incredibly motivational. And when you guys ask us not to share them, we're not going to share them. But we are going to respond. So thank you for that feedback. Yep. Thank you for any sort of you know suggestions you have on my what we, whom we might interview on the show. My email, by the way, is tim at timandjulieharris.com, and Julie's is julie at timandjulieharris.com. Julie, do you have any others? A uh, quick one from a new coaching member uh, who at first I thought we were perhaps coaching Mitt Romney, but then I looked at his name, and he just oh, looks like yeah. Mitt Romney, and his real name is Doug uh, Lechner, and he says, uh, going through all of your systems now, great stuff, really, I mean, taking it to the next level now is where I need to get to, and your material and presentation is how I'm going to do it. Maybe now I'll have the confidence to really go for it, and I believe he's in San Diego, so thank you, Doug, yes. for uh, mentioning that, and yes, you do actually look quite a bit like Mitt, but nice nice suit, yeah. nice look. It's all good. You're going to you're going to kill it. And so very yeah, good Julie, for you, diving into the material. But go ahead. Yes. Julie, look at his picture. Look at the pictures there. So guys, I want you to envision basically a picture of Mitt Romney. Uh one picture of Mitt Romney with a tie and another picture of Mitt Romney with a different tie and one one uh, picture he's looking to the left and the other's to the right. So he sent us a picture and asking me, he says he wants to tone down his look, and he's asking which picture basically looks a little bit more casual. And it's kind of funny, and I didn't tell him this in the email, so I'll make fun of him now in front of 100,000 people. The pictures look identical. <laughs> I know, I didn't notice that. You are looking in different directions, that's true. But also, I mean, it's it's kind of corporate looking, professional. Maybe, but, maybe yeah. there was something more. Maybe maybe there was something more subtle there. Maybe in the first picture he was looking to the right, oh, political, and maybe in the mm-hmm. second picture he's looking to the left. Maybe that's mm-hmm. what the subtle messaging was in the images. It. I don't know. Yeah. yeah it could so be. those could of be. you uh, in coastal <laughs> markets, okay? So you want to be approachable without going the flip flop route. You don't have to be all you know super corporate wearing a tie all the time. 
but I think it is a valid thing that you're, you know, that he reached out and said, what do you think of the pictures? Some of you guys, when we research you ahead of time, because we do do that, and like on the private Facebook page, we make sure you're a member before we let you in. It's interesting to see like your current picture versus the picture on your website versus some picture that maybe you posted on something that you don't think anybody knows about. So do watch your pictures. I think it's pretty important. Uh, but back to you, yeah. Tim, and we'll get to our uh, coming soon strategies. And you remind me so, which point you left off on because I had to go to Premiere yesterday. Uh, let me look. I think we are actually on point number – Told you guys it was a live show. We weren't kidding. Um, <laughs> I want to say nine or ten, but I could be mistaken. Yeah, we're in point number nine. Yeah, point number okay. nine. And actually, Julie, um, one of the things that we neglected to say yesterday, and I think it was my fault, um, and then we need to go back, and this will be point number eight and a half almost before. Uh, and actually, I did cover point number nine, so we're on point number ten. So before we get to point number ten, I'm going to go back and give you guys another point. Um, and this is really kind of a, a thing that you should never forget. Your best buyers, and every research that's ever been done about essentially the patterns which buyers look, they all start on nowadays, they all start on the Internet, and those are your least motivated, least interested, looky-loo types, someone with basically time to burn, driving around, that's, those are your Internet leads. Now, Internet leads a long time ago used to have a lot more value, but nowadays they're just oversaturated. We've talked about this on past shows. If you guys have been stuck in this paradigm of buying buyer leads, you know what I'm talking about. For the most part, they're not now business and probably not ever business as well. So with that said and with that thought in mind, the pattern typically is six months a year ago, buyers that are uh, buyers started looking online. Then they basically start. Uh, they'll drive down. Maybe they'll go through cities. They'll go to city centers. Then they'll start learning about the you know different sides of town. Then they'll start learning more about the schools. And they'll start learning about the preferred neighborhoods. And they'll start doing their own homework. Drive, 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 drive. Usually, local buyers. This is a pattern that they follow. They go through this sort of. You know, un, they don't realize they're following the same pattern as zillions of buyers have prior to them, but they're going through this sort of sifting and sorting process before they end up finding themselves in a special section of town, maybe in a special neighborhood or, you know, whatever. They basically have drilled down. They've decided where they want to start looking, and then they start driving neighborhoods, and they start calling off signs. Then they start going to open houses, and that's the reason that some of you guys on your open houses cannot believe how great buyer leads you get. And now the nature of the buyer leads that you get in an open house really does depend depend on the nature of the neighborhood that you're holding where the house is being held open and there's a lot of you know you guys got to be thinking through on that you're probably not going your best open house neighborhoods are going to be your first time home buyer neighborhoods or your move up neighborhoods your luxury home buyer type neighborhoods are just going to get looky loose so just remember that if you're now if you're in a neighborhood or if you're in a market where that's what you sell you have to be more strategic about how you go about doing open houses i don't want to go into that conversation all that information is on harris learning members make sure you log in and use it but here's what matters, is that the best buyers drive the neighborhoods. The best buyers drive the neighborhoods mostly on the weekends. And we know from studying this for years that your buyer activity in specific neighborhoods always picks up on Thursday, Friday, and then obviously Sunday, depending on what day you guys do open houses. Our suggestion is, and this would be an imperative for all of you, is that every single one of you, Use a similar system, use 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM or a system similar to 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM 
1-800-HOME-HOTLINE.COM is the least expensive system out there that does it. And what it basically is, and again, I'm not going to go, have, I'm not going to talk about this forever, but in essence what it does is it gives the buyers what they want, how they want it, when they want it, and that generates a lead for you. So th- here's how to set it up. On the top of all your signs, or you can even have a corrugated plastic sign made, bright yellow, bright orange, something obnoxious that you cannot miss with you know, bright stencils on it. And it says something to the effect of, and this is what the copy has to say, for a free 24-hour record info on this home, call. And then you'll have, an, you'll have your own 800 number, and then each of your listings will have its own extension. That's the way to do it. When you do it that way, you're going to pick off the best buyers that are driving those neighborhoods on those prime days. So when you use 800homehotline.com and you don't have five phone numbers on your sign, in other words, the most dominant phone number is the sign that's offering 24-hour recorded information, they will call. And oftentimes, and this is you know basically tying back to what our topic was, is that you're going to also get a lot of the neighbors who are price shopping or who are looking to see what the new listing was or looking to the expired that's about to happen and trying to see how much the new listing is. So when you guys use 800 Home Hotline combined with all the coming soon strategies we talked to you about, you're going to pick up a ton of really high-quality leads, like the best leads you could possibly ask for outside of maybe like a center of influence past client direct referral. Get it? That's the type of business you get when you basically are a listing agent. Oh, I know, not all of you guys are listing agents. You're learning to be a listing agent. Some of you are going to join the coaching program because you want to learn to be a listing agent, and that's awesome. Uh, you can still put a corrugated plastic sign that's bright orange or bright yellow in a age, another agent's yard and you know, essentially set it up so that you can still lead capture off of it. Obviously, ask the agent for permission to do that. Most agents in your office will say, heck, yeah, that's great. Go ahead and do it. I don't care. So there's no excuse not to use a system like this to lead capture. And when the sign says coming soon, that again, you're going to get all those fresh, the hot buyers driving the neighborhoods that haven't found realtors yet, and you're going to get all those neighbors that are trying to price shop off that coming soon sign. But where do most realtors screw up the coming soon sign? There's no call to action. Who cares? You're not generating leads off just a coming soon sign. If you're saying coming soon for free 24-hour record info on this house, call 1-800-555-1212, whatever the extension is that corresponds to that particular listing, that's when you pick off the leads. And by the way, 800homehotline.com costs, I think, $35 a month, no matter how many listings you have, no matter how much time people spend on the phone. Just don't change the system if you get it. Don't change the sign writer. Don't change the audio uh, script. Don't change anything. Copy it exactly. And when you do that, guys, you'll pick off leads. The more saturated uh, the Internet stuff becomes, the more people start uh, essentially starting their journeys online, the more powerful a system, an IVR system, interactive voice response system like 800 Home Hotline will become because people will just want the information. They don't want to have to fill out an opt-in form. Now, why does it work? Because anytime anybody calls an 800 number, uh, their phone number is captured. You cannot block you cannot use a star 69 or whatever else to block your number when you're calling a toll-free number. It could be 888-866-877-900, whatever. Anytime you call a line where the person you're calling is paying for your call, that number is captured, like I'd say at least 85% of the time. So when they call within a millisecond, basically, you're going to get an email or an SMS that's going to say, you know, 
you just got a call on your listing over on Elm Street. This is a phone number they're calling from, and when you get that SMS or that text, you call them immediately back, and this is a script you say. Hey, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty. As a courtesy, when people call our 800 number, we'd like to give them a quick call back to see if any questions about the home they called about. Now, on the recording, if you followed the system correctly, you will have, you'll have given great information but not complete information. You'll have given a price range, not a price. You'll have left some questions unanswered so that when you call them back, they're going to engage you in conversation. And they're going to say, hey, I'm interested in knowing the current price on this house. And you're going to say, that's a great property. Everyone's calling on that one. Let me look it up to make sure it's still for sale. And then the next thing you say, listen to what I'm telling you listeners and coaching clients and future coaching clients, because the next thing you say is the gold. By the way, which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? So when you call them back, you say that instantly, and when you do that, guys, you're going to pick off leads. You're going to pick off lots of free leads. You guys get it? Aren't you excited? If you're not excited about that, either I was talking too fast or you weren't paying attention. But your homework is going to be to go to 800homehotline.com. So, Jill, you have three more points, and you have enough yes. time to get through all three of them. That's right. And so just to make sure we're translating here, yeah, we know the house is probably going to sell. We're talking about lead generation here, guys. Pay attention. Yes, it would be great to sell the house, but we're also creating, from your coming, your coming soon strategies, we're creating more activity from the actual listing. So I just want to make sure they're yeah. getting the point to all this. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, so next is you had talked about doing a bomb-bomb video to promote the house. You can post your video on related sites like nextdoor.com. A lot of these guys don't know about Nextdoor. We use it in our neighborhood. Nextdoor.com is a very neighborhood-specific kind of Facebook meets blog type of posting system. So, uh, for example, our neighborhood posts when there's rattlesnakes around, when somebody's having a garage (laughs) sale, when there's a new listing, when there's a for sale by owner. It's the neighborhood talking to each other, right? Uh, Wild hog attack if you live in Texas. Okay, It depends on what you're dealing with. Um, But it's a great way to connect very hyper-locally. Maybe your homeowners association has a a website or a private Facebook page for the neighborhood. Any other online opportunities to promote your new listing. Obviously, that's great for your homeowner and your seller. They see that you're actively promoting it and working it. But again, ultimately, we're talking about generating more business off of everything you're doing. Point number 11. Once your listing is pending, make sure you update your sign to show how quickly you were able to sell it. Pending in or you know in escrow or sold. Pending in less than 10 days. Sold in less than 30 days. Remember that hundreds of people pass that sign daily, so show what you're able to accomplish for that neighborhood. And point number 12, ask your very happy sellers who else they know who could use your help and don't forget to get testimonial letters and be updating your testimonial page in your pre-listing package all the time. Tim, I was talking to somebody yesterday about the importance of having specific testimonials. So, for example, if you just listed an expired, and that expired when they close can write you a testimonial saying, after being listed with two other agents for 180 days, that you were able to sell their home for a full list in less than 10 days. I mean, that's pretty powerful versus sold another one or just sold or something more generic than that. So this is all related. It all ties back to generating more business. Make sense, Tim? It does. And so testimonials themselves, guys. So you guys got all of our coming soon strategies. Those are, and I'm sure, you know, you guys will maybe figure out some other ways to, you know, get some folks motivated. In higher-end markets, I would suggest you guys do a uh, private open house just for the neighbors. 
Um, that would be a great, again, a strategy if you're in a gated neighborhood. That way, again, your goal is to meet sellers, right, potential sellers. So do a private party there. My, a lot of my high-end agents in uh, L.A., what they do is they'll create very, very – I mean, they're not even videos. They're more like movies. You guys have seen those. We post them on our site occasionally. Um, and they'll do like big movie uh, you know, reveals, and they'll invite neighbors. They'll put screens up outside. I mean, yeah, they're spending tens of thousands of dollars, but they're also making you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars on the listing sales. So these are all different techniques you guys can use. Most of you aren't going to be selling stuff like that. You're going to be selling stuff that's like 250 grand. The um, neighbors only open house is still a good idea. Go and open, create a uh, like a nice invitation. Make it so it sounds really nice and it's professionally written and all the rest of it. And go knock on the neighbors' doors and invite them to a particular open house. And look, guys, they're probably not going to come, but man, that's going to leave a really good impression if they ever go to sell their house. Because here, how many agents have done something like that? You guys get it? Doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. This is the stuff we're giving you the the meat and potatoes. Oh, Julie, did we actually read that email that we got from that one person that said you're the meat and potatoes of our coaching of our radio show? And I can't remember the who that was. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So look, guys, if there's ever anything we can do for you, email us directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Um, if you are ahead of your goals for the year, you got to keep building momentum. If you're on track, you're going to have to double down because chances are the second half of the year is going to be harder than the first half. So just because you're on track doesn't mean you'll stay on track. And if you're way behind, like you felt like you haven't even started yet, well, I mean, come on now. When are you going to decide now is the right time to get off your butt? The only natural thing for all of you guys, the actions you should take at this point, are grabbing our six free books. There are a combination of books that are all designed to get you into action. There's just constant positive feedback on the books. Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. It's Napoleon Hill's book with a lot of real estate anecdotes in it. Obviously, the Real Estate Treasure Map, which is our uh, comprehensive fill-in-the-blank business plan. And there's three other books there, too, or four other books there. But what I want you guys to do is I want you to grab those books at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and then I want you to schedule yourself for a free coaching call. And do that immediately. And you're going to speak directly to one of our new enrollment coaches, and they're going to help you create the most important aspect of the Real Estate Treasure Map, which is your lead generation wheel. I know that sounds like an obtuse concept, but here it is. Bottom line is the more spokes you have on the wheel, an ideal wheel has five to seven spokes, the stronger the wheel is going to be. Makes sense, right? So each of those spokes represents a source of business that you need to have in order to have a strong wheel. If you're just dependent on direct mail or your centers of influence or maybe you're just dependent even on prospecting, you only have a one-spoke wheel. A one-spoke wheel has no integrity. A small little bump and, you know, in practical senses that an up, a problem in the economy or something like that could completely and totally screw up your lead generation and then you're out of business. So you need to learn to develop five to seven really core competent spokes to generate business for yourself. That way, no matter what comes around the bend, you're going to be more than ready for it. Makes sense? And that's what the free coaching call does for you. So go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com and do that immediately. Um, if you're on timandjulieharris.com, just fill out that page that's right, that little form that's right there. You can uh, schedule your free coaching call. If you're ever on iTunes or Stitcher or all the other places we syndicate, then just go over to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Look, guys, if there's ever anything we can do for you, it's obviously our pleasure. Frankly, it's our honor to help you on your path up the mountain. Please just email us directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. 
For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.